My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. Casey Daniels from the Kendall and Casey Show. Joining us for the side piece segment. Casey, how are you? I'm good. How about you? Remember when the Biden administration and corporate mainstream media told us, oh, the adults are in charge now. <laughs> remember remember that whole rap how Donald Trump was going to blow up the world because he sent out a few tweets, but, mm-hmm. you know, the grown-ups are, are back in the back in the White House. Do, do, do grown-ups leave classified documents <laughs> unattended in their garage parked next to the vet? Do, do grown-ups let their crackhead son rent the house out for $50,000 a month <laughs> and not keep visitor logs? Did I hear somebody say money laundering? Doesn't that sound like that's what it is? Uh, and and the, now we're learning that the Department of Justice and Merrick Garland, the AG, they're, they're telling the FBI, no, we don't, we don't need you involved <laughs> in the whole Joe Biden. You know, uh, DOJ, no, not me. Mm-mm. I, I just, but you know what, just in case my lawyers are going to go with you while yeah, you search. exactly. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I'm old enough to remember how the adults were in charge, <laughs> and it doesn't seem that way. Well, here's just, just a thought. Here's my really pertinent question, and I asked Rob Kendall this earlier, and he skirted it. But I know that oh. you guys, won't. oh, I know you won't skirting, Rob. Yeah, he's, <laughs> afraid of the question. He skirted the tough question from the girl. Skirting okay, so Rob. here it is. Are the you cowardly ready, Rob? Here, you ready for it? Let's yes. go. Which is sexier? The Corvette or Melania's closet? <laughs> oh wow! I don't. I'm not a huge Corvette fan, so I'd take a tour in Melania's underwear drawer any day. Is I'll that, go looking I'm for so... some classified files in Melania's drawer. I think I'll, I'll volunteer as tribute. Sure. Now you're saying that because you're a tall fella, and the Corvette would be a small, compact car for you. Now I always thought vets were a little like if I was going to buy a vet, if I had enough money to buy a vet, I might just like want to buy like a Jaguar instead mm-hmm. or something like that. Hmm. Vets to me seem. I don't know. To, like the, to, the, okay, wait, to wait, wait, look wait. at me. The old school vets are awesome. Yeah, like well, the, like the, like the one that's the next new, to the documents. The, the, the new ones look like they're trying to look like a Lamborghini. Mm, okay. To me. If someone wants to you give know? me a Corvette, I'm not going sure. to say no. Like if Doug Bowles is listening, it's like, man, I was just going to give Nigel this new pace car, but apparently he doesn't <laughs> like the new models. I'll take We've it. We've never gotten that offer before in the history of the Indy 500 in the show being on the air, even though Doug Bowles is a friend of ours. So I doubt he's going to start now. They let other people drive pace cars. In people that don't even have shows anymore still drive pace cars. <laughs> yeah. Where's our invitation to drive a pace car? So I what have a think? neighbor who drives a pace car because the car is out in the neighborhood. Is That's it his? Cool. I, I don't know if it's like on loan for the season because I haven't seen it. When the temperatures got colder, the pace car disappeared. So Nigel maybe has it a had Biden to go back. mask that he wore at a night with WIBC. <laughs> Have your neighbor put the mask on and drive around <laughs> the neighborhood <laughs> like Biden. There we go. Well, you tell me, Casey. I mean, what's what's the answer to the question? Repeat the question first of all. <laughs> Which is sexier, the Corvette or Melania's closet? You tell me. Well, I'm going to go with the Corvette, of course. Okay. You know, although right. I bet she has some really wonderful high-end dresses in that closet. I was wondering what you were going to say, and dresses was not the answer that I was looking for. Hey, Casey, do you think that everybody's turning on Biden now, corporate, mainstream, media? Uh, Do you think there's people that are inside the Biden administration possibly leaking some of this stuff just so he won't won't run again in 20? I do think he's going to run again. but Well, you know, we were being told that it was inadvertent and he was surprised, so why would he lie? You know, (laughs) 
<laughs> Everybody in the room is laughing. He wouldn't he wouldn't lie about that. Was he surprised that they found the documents or was yeah. he surprised that, <laughs> that he they were to, there? Yeah. Which surprise? I think he was, was surprised it? that he was the vice president. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what? Wait, was the vice president really huh? had these? Well, and now people are saying, uh, does Obama have anything to say about this? Because all of this happened under his watch. Where is he at oh, with this? Sure. He's like, don't pick me. He's the kid who sits in the back of the classroom with his head down, not making eye contact. You know what just hit me? Obama throws his vice president, Joe Biden, some crap assignment like being in charge of Ukraine foreign policy. Mm-hmm. Biden sees that as an opportunity <laughs> back in the day, sends his son over there mm-hmm. to see if he could gain access and favor to the president of the United States. Biden saw everybody else getting rich while he was in office, and he thought, hot damn, it's my yeah. turn. Mm-hmm. He's been in government for 50 years and now has a $2 million house, which Hunter has to pay $50,000 a month to rent. That seems... Which is interesting because according to uh, the New York Post, mm-hmm. which is a uh, story that Breitbart has also ran with, that's the same amount of money that he had to pay Ukraine for some... Of things over there as well. It's weird how that say. works out. You don't say. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some shenanigans going on. I think one document in one place people might accept. But now with the drip, 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 it's like, wait, what's what's going on Are here? people more outraged at like, oh, they can't believe the mishandling of classified documents? The, are they more mad at the documents or the, the hypocrisy of the whole thing uh-huh. where Donald Trump, you know, his house got raided. Uh, Melania had to get rid of all her undergoods and replace them with all new stuff. Mm-hmm. They, they got rid of the whole wardrobe because the FBI was rummaging through their closet. I'm more outraged at that, at the double standard. At the hypocrisy yes. of it. Yeah, I think. And had Biden not said, how irresponsible. Exactly. And exactly. then, oh, really? And it's, you know what? <laughs> Just let the narcissist keep talking because the more they do, what they say and reveal is a confession. Speaking of narcissist talking, sounds like the old man, number 45, Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. might be getting ready to come back to Twitter and Facebook. Mm -hmm. This do anything for you at all, Casey? You know what? I think, well, Twitter more fun than Facebook because I'm not a big Facebooker. I've never have been. I just don't enjoy it. I think it's just angry trolls on Facebook for the most part. Same with Twitter. Well, yes, that's true. Twitter isn't exactly a bastion of hope and fun. (laughs) Positive influence. I guess it depends on who you're following, what you've got going on in your feed. But I think it will be entertaining. Will it help him? No, I think it could hurt him, just proving again, unless he turns that account over to someone who will run it for well, him. He, he, he petitioned Facebook to let him back on, or his campaign did. So, mm-hmm. it, I mean, all you can't run a big presidential campaign without being on those platforms i right. don't think and now yeah. that he's allowed back on i think i think i just wonder what the first tweet's gonna be all right so i'm making a bet you know me i'm a sports better i've got an itch to make a bet here mm-hmm. this is what i bet his first tweet's going to be <laughs> i'm back kiss my orange ass <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, my bet for the first return I, tweet my bet is i'm not going to get too specific i'll just i'll, I'll speak in generalities but the, the tweet will involve the world horse face <laughs> <laughs> that's my prediction or he can should i get just some say- can i get some odds on horse face from the gambling man over there 
Yeah, you hit a horse face parlay yeah. on this. You're going to be a wealthy man, my friend. <laughs> Just a uh, hi, good night, everybody. And then we never have another tweet from him again. <laughs> um, so we had a little conversation at the end of my segment on your show mm-hmm. earlier today. Yeah. We had a lot of conversations, but the one we ran out of time <laughs> yeah. was greatest female front mm-hmm. of a group or band. Yeah. Not an individual. Mm-hmm. And here are the criteria. Right. The individual that's fronting said band has to be talented. Mm-hmm. The band has to have commercial success. Okay. And she has to be hot. <laughs> so oh, I don't care how do talented you, you a- are. If you're ugly, you're out. I don't care how <laughs> hot you are. If you're not a good singer or performer, you're out. Mm-hmm. Because... Yesterday was Susanna Hoff's birthday of yeah. the Bengals. Mm-hmm. And I would make a claim, I'd make an argument that Susanna Hoff's belongs in that conversation. And she still is so pretty, isn't she? She still got it. Yeah. There's that one part in the Walk Like an Egyptian video where she kind of does that little side look and she bites her lip. And oh, yeah, man. She's just so cute. Smoke that. on the water. Mm-hmm. She still is. All right. Mm-hmm. I got one for you. What? Courtney Love of Hole. She's on my list, too. But he did say, what, that the, the band had to be successful the and the lead singer had to be hot. And I thought she was really hot back I in never her thought you? Love was hot. I thought she was kind of trashy hot. Okay. In that bruises where, like, you know, <laughs> needles have been kind of way, I guess. But it never really worked for me. And the other one that's popping into my head, and then I'll get, give it to Casey, is mm-hmm. Chrissy Hind, the pretender. She was on my list okay. as well. I've got her, too. So, yeah, Sorry, we agree on that. No, it's all cool. What about Janis Joplin? Big Brother and the Holy Company. Not hot. <laughs> Janis Joplin, not hot. Like, okay, like who is going to be above Susanna Hoffs here? Because mm. to me, I think we're talking about just a handful of people. Debbie, Harry, Love Blondie. Her. Wore my Blondie t-shirt yesterday. And we're talking about all these people in their prime. Mm-hmm. Stevie Nicks. Yep. Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Stevie Nicks needs to be up there. Because she's just... Prime Stevie Nicks yeah. with Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. All right, we got ourselves a ball game. And I think that the talent level with Stevie Nicks and band success really elevates Stevie Nicks above some of these other people that we have on the list here. Belinda Carlisle, yeah, she was good. The band was successful. Shirley Manson of Garbage. If there was a list of ugly DJs, you and I would be at the top, yes. I think, at that. We would be number <laughs> somebody, one, ugly somebody... and fat. That's the criteria. <laughs> Both of those things. But you would you would skyrocket up on the talent. Oh, oh yeah. Skyrocket you. up. Thank you. Thanks, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.